on the inside Let's go, let's take it where your friends might Not know, yes, take them to the real side What's up, everybody? Welcome to Dropping Wisdom with Santos Podcast. And today, I have a reoccurring guest. Please introduce yourself. Hey, guys. My name is Mike Nipper. work for Bug Out Pest Control. All right. He was on the podcast a few episodes ago, just giving us an overall view of what Bug Out services provide. But now we're going to get more technical on... We're going to be talking about on numerous episodes... Per pest, pest basically. Yeah, pest, rodent, you know, yeah. stuff like that. So this topic of the day is going to be everyone's favorite, spiders. Because I know Ruby loves spiders. She doesn't ever want to get rid of them. It's time. It's that time of year. It, you know how hard it is to uh, de-web a house that's got fake webs all over it? <laughs> yeah, with, this, with Halloween and yeah. shit. Can't tell from real from, from fake shit, huh? Yeah, it's stuck to my Webster. Okay, so I know you, you, you hit me up saying how like we, you, we, you, there was so much more information that you could have uh, given us yeah, in the I previous mean, podcast. So let's like just dive into all spider. Oh, yeah, you do each one individually. Yeah, because yeah, so, it is a very broad spectrum. We, I mean, we cover like 32 different types of uh, pests, insects, uh, stinging insects, rodents, all kinds of stuff. So it's kind of hard to condense everything all into like one little yeah. session. So I think it'd be a little bit better to like do a deep dive and do an episode on each individual one. I totally agree because it's great wisdom. For everyone that lives in a house, an apartment, or whatever, oh, yeah, to know absolutely. to know what what's going on, all right? Because like when I lived in the Bahamas, I had a few lizards living in my house. <clears throat> I didn't care because I know they kept the other pests oh, yeah. that I didn't want. Yeah, you know, let I let them have their own at, in the house, so they, I let my lizards live. They are great pest control, actually. So, okay. What's one of the main... Okay, tell, tell us about why our spiders... Why we need to get rid of them in the household. Uh, well, they're just unsightly. And most indoor spiders aren't going to harm you. They're just there looking for food. They're just hanging out. But like I said, they're just unsightly. You don't want them all over your stuff. You don't want them laying eggs inside of your suitcase that you have in the top of the closet. Because uh, eggs is like, how many spiders will that be? The, it hundreds. Every different species of spider can be a different number of uh, babies in the egg sac. It's oh. hard to pinpoint. Spiders are one of the most, I would say, in my opinion, one of the most difficult to control because they hide so easily behind things that you normally can't reach. But so do ants. Yes. And termites as well. Yes, absolutely. Okay. I mean, they all have their individual pros and cons on kind of controlling. But spiders are more of a, um, a constant issue. Like, I can, I can spray this, um, this web remover stuff on top of my, my Webster, which is the long pole you see the exterminator guys with. <clears throat> Sorry. But, um, yeah, I mean, I can spray it and knock down all the webs and in a month. They're going to be right back because it's, it's very easy for them to hide behind the vinyl and the sides and behind windows and little voids that you have on your eaves and shafts and stuff like that. 
Okay. And um, when you spray for spiders, does that also kill other pests? Yeah. Uh, the chemicals that, that I use is a, um, a general pest control, but it's something that you need a license to be able to use. Okay. Now, not only do you say like spiders hide in your luggage, I also read that there's a statistic out there that um, when you're sleeping, you actually swallow spiders. I've heard that as well. I'm, I actually haven't looked into it. I mean, I believe it. They're all over the place. Yeah. You don't feel I know them. you get bit sometimes. You do get bit by spiders. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so tell me all the information you got. I see all this, all your information on your two <clears throat> cell phones. Well, so I just, have, just go ahead. Well, I have a long list right here of like how to d deter them from getting in the house. Uh, drop it. My number one thing is keep the vegetation from touching the house and overhanging the house. Always give like six to eight inches to give. You know, you can have that space. They're gonna make a web, but they're if the shrubs are touching the house, they're way more likely to just go inside because it's a lot warmer. Uh, we're looking at like keeping your awnings clean, eaves, keeping the shrubs down, uh, keep, making sure your weather stripping around your windows and doors are uh, freshly sealed. It's not only weather stripping, it's also insect proof. Stuff like that. Um, using the lighting around. How do you do that? How do you do that? Like, uh, like, like the weather stripping around your door? Yeah. Make sure that's completely flush when you shut it. Mm -hmm. Make sure there's not a little gap on either side of the jam. And what if there is, how do you uh, fix that? Oh, you can just slide that right out. Go to Home Depot and ask for a uh, weather strip on the bottom of the front door. Okay. And you'll be able to slide it right out and be able to slide another one right in. Okay. Um, for like garage doors, stuff like that, I would suggest a door sweep, which they also sell at Home Depot. It's, just, it's a door broom. It keeps everything from coming in. It also helps with the airflow, stuff like that. Leaves coming in from the garage door. Um, the gap around the bottom of your garage door, making sure you don't have those gaps, just like your front door. You can get a new gasket for that and have that whole thing replaced. Huh. Same thing around your windows. Make sure you don't have, like if you're on the outside, make sure where the caulking around your windows meets the frame. Make sure there's no gaps in the in the uh, frame at all. That's easy access to go in. They go straight through the window frame, and then boom, you have a web on the inside of your window. Hmm. Um, what I would suggest is this stuff called Web Out. They sell it at Tractor Supply. They sell it online at Amazon. It's a natural deterrent. Bunch of oils like centronella oil, thyme oil, and lemongrass oil, I believe. And I think rubbing alcohol. It's a natural deterrent, and it also makes it harder for the webs to stick. And is that, is that pricey? No, I think, uh, actually, let me pull it up right here. I think it's like $8 for a 24-ounce oh, spray bottle. Okay. So that's one of the main things is, like, people don't know. People are really um, worried about the money, but I'm like... If you don't want them, sometimes you got to pay what you can pay what you get. You know? Yeah, yeah. Pay sometimes you get, you know that mean? is true. So, okay. So, like, when you go to someone's house, do you tell them, "Hey, you guys got to do something with these gaps in between the doors"? Or yes. What? Yes. With every service, we uh, we also like to make recommendations. Um, you got a little bit of trash next to your trash can. Uh, you got some window gap on the interior. You got window gap on the exterior. You uh, have a tree that's overhanging and touching your house at the same time. It's easy access for all kinds of insects. Okay, let's hold, hold your thought right there. I have mm -hmm. a question. What if you have neighbors that have their tree hanging 
and your yard over your house. How can you legally tell them to cut that shit without, you know, having a conflict? Because there's going to be, hey, man, you got to cut these branches out of my yard. I don't want your branches yeah. going overhanging in my yard at all. Because sometimes, not only do you get spiders, you also get, like, rats and mice. Yeah, and, and, 100%. And, you know, and I'm yep. like, how do you recommend it? Uh, a neighbor to tell another neighbor that instead of being blunt, hey, man, cut your shit. Or, I mean, what else can you do? Well, I wouldn't come across, like, immediately like that. You catch more flies with honey. Hey, man, you know, get friendly with them. Be neighborly. Hey, I'm starting to have a pest issue, and my pest control guy mentioned that there's an overhanging limb from the neighbor's yard. Um, you know, kind of start off the conversation like that. Kind of work with them. See if he's able to work with you. If you, if you, come, if you come about it calmly, there will be a calm resolution. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But sometimes... Well, but... But that's the one thing people need to understand is like sometimes like I don't have a tree in my yard. Yeah. But some people that have a their neighbor that has a tree in their yard overhangs. I hey, mean, maybe that's why you have certain things because some lots of times it's your neighbor that doesn't cut his backyard. Oh, a lot so of his, times. His, yes. His, his backyard is three feet high. A lot of so times. what's in there that's going to that's going to spread out. You I know have what I, mean? I have multiple accounts that I'm fighting a constant battle because of the neighbor's issues. Oh, man. and I can't do anything about it other than. Help out the people that are, you know, have a contract with us. Yeah, that are trying to do something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, if if the neighbor, like, doesn't or isn't cool <laughs> about the issue, I would seek legal advice on that. You know, property line is one thing, and then it's costing you money because of a pest issue. And go about it that way. Yeah. But, I mean, that's if the, the other people aren't cool about it. But. Yeah. Right, keep on going. I actually haven't run across that issue yet. <clears throat> uh, the lighting around the house. Spiders go where the food is. Your floodlights around the house. Your front porch light. Um, windows that you don't have shades on or blinds. They're going to go where the food is. And the food is flying insects. What I would suggest if you're having a major spider issue on the exterior of your house is switch all of your lights to a sodium vapor light it's a little bit more expensive only a couple of dollars but it's worth it because it does not attract flying insects sodium vapor yep i never heard of that before in my life i never heard about it until because like last, of, last year well the issue is like if you have the ring floodlight you can't do anything about that because those lights are like that's self-contained right yeah yeah okay let's see Wow, what what um why why is that different? What does that light do? It's a high pressure light. It's I mean, I haven't done a deep dive in the actual light itself, but But that basically doesn't attract as many flies because of the different illumination yeah. or something? Yeah, it doesn't you know the uh the flies that you always see with the big long legs that are always around your lights at the on the outside. Yeah. Those are called forward flies. They like to eat whatever's crawling in the ground. They eat all the stuff around your porch and stuff like that. Well, they're attracted to the light. And, well, that's that's what you get with the spiders. And sometimes when you see a clump in a, uh, in a spider web, it's most likely some type of fly that's in there. So, okay. Fruit so flies, forward flies, house flies, all that stuff. Sodium vapor. Yep. Okay. All right, that's a new one on me. Okay, keep on going. Uh, let's see... Uh, on interior, I'd, you know, check the, um, 
the corners up in the rooms and stuff like that. Everything likes to hang out in the corner. It's three points of contact. It's easier for a web. It's, you know, when flies get lost, that's kind of where they end up going. I would check garages around the interior, right by the garage door, um, windowsills. That's mostly where you're going to have all your openings. That's in the house. What if someone has a, a shed? What do you recommend them doing with that? Because I know sheds are often the, that could be the nest of all kinds of things that'll spread out into the house. If you have a shed, what I would do, uh, depending on the, like if it's aluminum or wood, plastic, what I would do on the interior and all of the seams and all of the seals, caulk it. Okay. It, as long as you're not moving it anywhere, the caulk's not going to do anything other than keep everything out. Okay. And, but spray does help. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the web out would be great in the shed. You can spray that anywhere. Okay. Now, if you're doing the web out on the interior, it does have a tendency to kind of stain. That's why we kind of limit it to the, uh, the exterior. But that's also a deterrent, so it keeps them from coming inside. Yeah. Okay, come on, go. Uh, let's see. Dark closets, like I was saying earlier with the luggage. Um, dark, unused areas. Uh, in the pantry, there's a decent source of food. Sometimes they go for flour, some like cornstarch, stuff like that. What about water? Like, you know, if you're in the shower and you're stopping, there's a little leftover water in there. Does, does that attract any type of pests? Uh, it's, yeah, pests and rodents need three things to live. A home, food, and water. Okay. You eliminate one of those things, you eliminate your problem. Okay. Ten times out of ten. So just go homeless and you'll be all right. Yeah, absolutely. Then you're living with them. <laughs> There you go, roommates. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, just making sure um, fixtures, like your trim on the ground, like your baseboards. Say you have a crack in your baseboard, like that would be a recommendation. It's easy access for anything to come through. Um, electrical outlets, making sure there's no gaps. I see you got the childproof ones in there. I recommend those and everything that keeps everything out, especially the ones that fit in there very securely ants can't get through stuff like that like when there's an infestation we always check outlets as well okay so child proof child proof outlets yeah that's plug to plug in mm -hmm. so whoever's not using a plug-in put one of those child proof plugins just to prevent anything yeah. now have we had those there because that's where sar eats and we know oh yeah we get, you know yeah absolutely. who knows what's gonna happen but he's crazy <laughs> Uh, yeah, making sure like your eaves on the outside and your shutters aren't damaged or anything like that because easy openings they're going to go into first. Um, like I said, making sure your shrubs are away from the house. Um, now, one thing I am, I got to tell everybody that I know the traditional thing is during Christmas time because it's, it's, we're getting into that season, mm. you know, people do like getting a a real tree. Um, now, I had a friend that she bought a real tree, her and her family. And she told me that they had to call 911 because she freaked out because a um, had a praying mantis hatched their eggs inside the tree. <laughs> and so in their house, they had a shitload of praying mantises hopping out of the tree. That's something oh, you see wow. in some kind of comedy Christmas movie. Yeah. But she freaked out and called 911. Dang. So that, to prevent pests coming inside your house, maybe not by 
a uh, Christmas tree, a real Christmas tree this year, this biary, and it let y'all, uh, this the artificial one, because when you bring in those trees, you bring in a lot of shit, correct? Yeah, you can, absolutely. There could be, there could be a ant's nest in that tree, you never know, there could be anything, spiders, grasshoppers, praying mantis. Um, I would suggest inspecting the tree very, very thoroughly if you're gonna bring it inside the house, and also household plants. Um, I actually had a 7-Eleven that had an ongoing ant issue. Well, I found the ants coming from a flower pot sitting on top of the Pepsi machine. Oh. I'm like, you brought the ants inside. Yeah. Stuff yeah. like that. Stuff you don't even think about. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, they're, I mean, they've been around a lot longer than we have and it's called pest control, not pest eradication. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. I get you. And how often do you recommend... For someone to call you out to for the sprays? If you're having a spider issue, an ongoing spider issue, I would recommend monthly to start out. And then watch the activity and then kind of ease back as needed. Okay. But if you're just having a general pest issue, like nothing crazy, I would recommend quarterly. It's fine. And then if you have an issue during that time period, just give us a call. We'll come right back. Okay. So, okay. What else you got? Is that basically, or is that that's, it for the spiders? Yeah, that's basically, yeah, I'm about at the end of the list. All right, well, that's, that's, a, that's a brief one. We're going to do these every every so often, so just to know that. So, what? there is no difference. Like, what's the difference between spiders and ants, then? I mean, it's the same shit? Well, actually, it's funny because um, spiders are harder to control. I should have said this earlier, actually. They're harder to control because they don't have an underbelly that rubs across the ground and they don't clean themselves as much as other insects that's another reason why i was saying do a monthly startup if you're having an influx of spiders so what's that got to do with it what does that mean that they don't touch the chemical as much oh okay, okay like okay. if you got roaches roaches constantly clean their feet and their you know and their antennas and stuff like that ants always clean their antennas and their feet so if they walk across the insecticide they're ingesting it almost immediately Okay. Spiders don't do that as much. Okay. Okay. They, they, okay. They clean themselves maybe a third as much as the other insects. So they don't have as much point of contact. Oh, I didn't really thought chemical. about that. Sorry. I should have brought that up earlier. That totally skipped my mind. That's okay. It's okay. But yeah, there, that's another thing that we were talking about earlier today, actually. Spider issue. It's harder to control because they have less points of contact. Okay. Makes total sense now that... Yeah. Okay. All right. That's well, why we use the oils for the uh, deterrent. Okay. Oh, the oils. Okay. Yeah. So, anything else? Do you do you recommend everyone to um for a spider deterrent for this episode? Just make sure you're um, windproofing around your windows, your seals around your doors, garage doors, stuff like that. Just make sure your house is sealed. Make sure it's sealed and vacuum and clean. <laughs> make sure there are no window gaps around the caulking around the exterior of your house and just do like your that. regular interior dusting and stuff yeah. as well too correct and yep. yeah because a lot of people don't look at the vents there's a lot of like spider webs around vents yep. too i would take a vacuum to the vents maybe once every other week you can get away with once a month depending on the size of your house yeah okay well i hope everyone um enjoy the episode and um Enjoy, uh, have fun looking around your house for spiders. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, I'll talk to you all next time.